Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Mental Health Awareness Initiative. And today we have a lovely guest from Mumbai. She's a counselor and psychotherapist and believes in holistic wellness. Ms. Niyati Khimani is our next guest. Welcome to the show, Ms. Niyati. Thank you so much, Ms. Hina. That was a wonderful introduction. Good afternoon, everyone. I am Niyati Khimani, a counseling psychologist and a wellness professional. Currently, I'm associated with a mental health organization known as Out Loud. So we are a team of psychologists which provide mental health care and support to all age groups. We are also associated with multiple organizations. We believe in serving people in whichever ways we can. And our founder is extremely passionate and believes in collaboration. So giving a call out to all organizations who are looking for mental health service, come join us and make to make a healthier and happier lifestyle. I would like to extend my gratitude to Ms. Hina for inviting me to share my perspective and my inputs on, on such an esteemed platform. Uh, that is so kind of you. And it is a wonderful work that you and your other teammates are doing regarding mental health and its awareness part because this is the need of the hour. Yeah, moving ahead, uh, what is your perspective? Uh, and as we are seeing this pandemic uh, since last year regarding mental health and its awareness? I think that's a wonderful question because right now mental health crisis is on rise and it's all time high. Considering the global pandemic, which no one was prepared for the last year as it was very uncertain and unexpected, we did see a rise in a lot of mental health cases. And the good part about it is that people started realizing that our mind is equally the part of our body. So we need to take enough care and enough attention for our emotional and mental well-being as well. So I'm really glad to see people coming out and open and talking about stuff that's bothering them, you know, sharing their inhibitions and their reservations that way. They are coming out and talking about it openly. So gradually, but certainly things are changing. Of course, we do have a long way to go, but slow progress is still a progress. Absolutely right. Um, there has to be a starting point. At least people are accepting each other's views and understanding, no, this is also important. As you have rightly said, the physical aspect, mental yes. aspect also is very important. Have you come across um, any specific cases? Yes, we did have a couple of cases on similar lines of concern. Basically having stress, anxiety, loneliness, and a lot of uncertainty because of what's going to happen. And, you know, everyone is surrounded by that kind of stress and pressure. So how to cope with such kind of things? That's something that's bothering people a lot especially how to take care of our mental and emotional well-being in this lockdown is something that people want answers for. Very true. And uh, people would love to listen what you have to share regarding it. Sure, it would be my pleasure. So for today, my topic is going to be self-love. I know before really starting with the topic, I would want to give a quick understanding of 
what has been happening the last year and of course the history is still continuing this year as well that we have been challenged you know physically mentally emotionally financially existentially from all zones in our life we've been challenged we have been literally pressurized to get up in the morning with a smile on our face you know the pressure to resume normal duties at our jobs with our families pressure to remain optimistic you know even though our normal hobbies have taken a toll on us and being in this mental health field i along with my team get routinely asked a lot of questions on you know how can we deal with such kind of unending stress and uncertainty anger anxiety and my answer remains the same to all of them is you know cultivate self love so self love is basically like an antidote for so many stressful situations and seasons in our life so if you That's ask awesome. me hina in simple words what self love is it's basically like acknowledging accepting and appreciating ourselves in all our phases you know all the three phases the good the bad the ugly like when we are in good phase it's obviously very natural to be happy and accept ourselves the way we are but especially during challenging times as we are all currently dealing with right now it's very important to be aware of how to cultivate that habit of self love very true because there's so much happening simultaneously uh, to focus on both is difficult if not impossible yes absolutely and as i keep on saying it to people that you know it is a practice it is a process it's not a one time destination it's not like you love yourself one day the next day you feel like i am rejecting myself or the next day you start hating yourself it's a practice which can be developed with consistency and intention you know just like how you brush your teeth daily mm-hmm. in a very similar way it's like a habit so in order to form a habit one has to be very very consistent and intentional about it the intentions are the most important thing for this yes absolutely without an intention it is like doing it because you have to do it it's like you are being forced to do something it's not your willingness like your willingness or your choice is not there in it but if you have a strong intention after all you are the only person whom you have to live with the entire life you know it it's just that we are a constant in our life and this this self love is going to help us rise up during this challenging times you know you know i see many people i think all, all of us not just other people but including you and me uh, we have been trained in certain way you know like we constantly look outside for appreciation acknowledgement constant validation and just acceptance of who we are we just want that one person who would accept accept us completely so all this while we end up exhausting ourselves and looking out for other people without realizing that the only person we need to look for is the person in front of the mirror every single day true because that's the only person who's going to give that kind of acceptance acknowledgement and that level of compassion to your own self is you yourself absolutely right yeah 
So how do we go about it? So there are, of course, self-love, just like it's a practice and it's different for everyone. But before really diving into the practice, let's talk about different stages of self-love. So, you know, the first stage, the first thing, the first aspect of everybody's life, the first thing if you want to do in life is if you want to change something in life if you want to modify your habits if you want to inculcate a new habit you have to be aware about it so the first step is self-awareness so before we can love ourselves we must know ourselves it seems like a very obvious point to do right but it's actually incredibly easy to lose sight of who we are especially among this chaos of everyday life and responsibilities so we can get caught up in our roles in life and not pay attention to who we really are as individuals. Yeah. And Hina, I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, is that the relationship that we have with our own self is going to set the tone for all other relationships which we are going to have in future. So in a similar way, that relationship which we have with ourselves whether it's love, whether it's hate, whether it's rejection, is the, is the similar way in which we are going to have relationship with other people. Hence, it's very important to be aware of who you are. What are your goals in life? You know, what are your triggers? What drives you? What motivates you? What really excites you in life? What inspires you? And of course, what relaxes you? So it looks like a lot of information, but these are the basic aspects of self-awareness. Uh, I'm sure the listeners can, uh, you know, pause and rewind and listen again and note sure. it down for themselves. Sure, uh, sure. Identify the awareness ingredient, let's say. So once you are aware of who you are as individuals, what are your values? Because again, now coming back to values, values are like the blueprint of who we are as individuals. Like they are the most telling things about us. And without knowing that intimately, loving ourselves will be a forced activity. It's going to be like, I have to do it. So that's where the intention will also creep in. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Then the second phase is self-acceptance. You know, so when you dive deep into who you are at the core, on exactly who you are, and we might not love everything we see. You know, we all have certain quirks, certain habits, certain flaws that we are not so proud of. We have certain things that we don't like about ourselves. But the point here is not to actually look out for a fabricated version of ourselves. We don't have to portray a wonderful, flawless human being to the outside world. Because all right. that quirks and flaws makes us who we are. That makes us unique. Until we embrace that aspect of ourselves, we are not going to change it. So once you accept it, you are going to give yourself that unconditional love. I'm sure we don't judge our best friend or our significant other when they make a mistake or when they fail in certain things. But when it comes to ourselves, we are like our own biggest critic. True, and that brings me uh, to a point wherein it sounds like uh, one is very harsh to oneself at times. Yes, they take them yes. 
too seriously. Yes, especially this happens, Hina, when we are having a bad day or when uh, we are having a rough week. Uh, I can absolutely relate to it. And I'm sure listeners will also relate to it because of the current situation and circumstances also. Hmm. Uh, we have a bad day or a bad week, but then that does not mean uh, we should be very self-criticizing our own abilities at a point. Absolutely. That is that is going to be something which I'm going to be highlighting on the technique when I speak about that. Uh, and that's a very good point. So the self-talk, which I'm going to be talking about in some time. As I went through the first two phases, which is self-awareness, self-acceptance, the third phase is self-confidence. Now, self-confidence is like self-congruence. So when you show up as your true self to the world and act on your self-acceptance, that's like self-confidence. So it doesn't mean that we have to put ourselves on display every chance we get. But it does mean that we allow our values and our real self to guide our action and behavior out in the world. So when you honor and celebrate the way you are and let other people see it, that's when you will experience a sense of confidence and that sense of self-love. Because you're not playing any role. Okay, so it's like accepting one's flaws, consolidating on other aspects and then exhibiting it to the world. Yes, absolutely. And being true to who you are. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone is going to love us, but that doesn't matter when we love ourselves, which brings us to our next step, that is self-love. This is like the fourth and the final step of self-love journey. It's about making a commitment every single day to whatever makes you happy, to whatever helps you evolve in life, and especially to whatever helps you rise above your challenges and your difficulties. So if you know who you are, if you have your priorities in place, if you completely accept the person you are, no matter what happens in life, you are going to always flourish. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's like, you know, uh, I'll just pause and I'll just give a wrap up of this point. That sure. you have, it's like a very beautiful um, picture that I, comes across my mind. It's like a small mountain and uh, a beautiful scene yeah, you know, near yeah. the ocean. And it's like steps that you have created to reach that summit point. And um, <laughs> just remembering the awareness, acceptance, self-confidence, yes. and then is self-love. Yes, absolutely. Last part. So it's a beautiful uh, stairways actually to realize one's own importance and uh, you know then moving ahead in life that's a wonderful visual imagery that you've just spoken about i think it'll help the viewers to visualize as well so coming back to the techniques that we can implement to strengthen the relationship with ourselves so the first thing is when we wake up in the morning we have this concept of morning pages so basically, what is a morning page? So when we wake up, we wake up with, a, with tons of stuff floating around in our minds. 
and we need something to channel that energy and get it out so morning pages is just like a brain dump that will clear your mind to focus on other things so it will give you a sense of perspective at the same time it will help to declutter your mind so the first thing in the morning what you are doing is bringing the stuff that's bothering you out of your system so whether okay. it's a small distracting thoughts that takes your attention or more challenging issues that can at times hijack our thoughts so it's about dumping all this stuff and making way for more energetic and constructive thinking so how do they do it so basically you can just you just need a pen and paper of course and whatever has been bothering you off lately you know the previous day worries the previous day stressors whatever challenges you are at the moment experiencing in your life whatever feelings that you are going through just dump it out all on paper so you have to write so it's like a ideally it's a three pages are supposed to be filled when you write a morning page but initially when you start it might be difficult your mind might not come up with ideas but so if you just start with okay today i woke up feeling a little drowsy today i just woke up feeling like this now i have to write this morning pages i don't know what to write i'm still going to think about it so you know the more you keep on giving mind different different ideas you are going to automatically start filling up that page not supposed to be read by anyone you are not you are not displaying it on newspaper or you are not giving it to any other person it is just going to be like your secret journal so even things that are not going so well for you things that are really going negative you can just pen it all down because okay. usually we have this habit of the first thing in the morning is we grab our phone and keep on mindlessly scrolling on social media or just checking on our mails and that adds on to our stress rather than eliminating it also is an alternative if people are not fond of writing what they can do is a gratitude practice so all you have to do is the minute you wake up you are just half conscious because you're still in that zone of you are still in that drowsy state so the first thing you can do is think about five things that you're grateful for in your life it just could be as basic as i am safe and healthy in times of corona my my family is safe and secure just five things so it's a very powerful way to train your mind to have a very strong morning ritual it's like a head start for your day you will be more inclined uh, to do this activity the gratefulness part yes because it's easy to do than write yeah so it's about your mind training because remember the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of your day are very crucial because that's the time when our subconscious is super active so whatever we put into our system whatever we consume that is going to be something that we are going to live in our life so if we want to live things that you know something which is we want to live more clarity in our life we want to achieve so many things in our life so we need to train our mind accordingly it's basically like law of attraction so what you think you attract and you manifest that is um rightly said because uh, the more positive thing or the more constructive thoughts we create in our mind 
we will be then uh, exhibiting that also in our day-to-day -day activity. Yes, absolutely. Then one very interesting other technique is called writing a love letter to oneself. So appreciating and acknowledging all your unique qualities and specialities. Also focusing on all the challenges that you overcome in your life. Like despite so much of pressure on you, despite so much of stress, you are still very much alive and stronger than before. So basically highlighting all the positive things all the things that makes you unique is something can be mentioned on that letter. And Yati, then I think so is also a part of uh, self-love that you are saying, right? Because um, writing a self-love letter for our own self is yes. also pointing to the fact that you are worth some appreciation and you don't need anyone's validation for it. Absolutely, exactly. That's the point. That's the point. That you need to validate your own self. If you do that, then you won't be hungry for external validation. Yes. Okay. Then we have something called as mirror activity. So this can be done thrice in a day or how many work? times is suitable for all of the viewers. So basically, this is like standing in front of the mirror and actually holding your gaze, holding the eye contact. Usually when we stand in front of the mirror, uh, Hina, we usually focus on our flaws, our limitations, and all the things that we lack in our life. You know, maybe we want a better body, maybe we want a better face, or just you're in there. There are so many things that we feel that that it can get better or we want something that's more better or more fancy than what we already have. So in this activity, the idea is to look, to maintain eye contact with your own self and send yourself love. So you can have a laugh if you want, or you can tightly just hug yourself and say powerful affirmations to yourself. You can say things like, I am worthy. I am wonderful the way I am. I don't need external validation in my life. And I love you. Practice, trust me, is going to change your mindset in powerful ways. So initially, it might seem like you, it might seem like you are just talking about it and not really feeling it. But once you start practicing, it becomes your second nature. Gradually, you will start believing it because it's coming from your inner self. That's powerful. Yes. And also, yes. when we engage in all these practices, one very important thing, I, I actually came across this once when I was reading something, is that when we are coming back to this technique, which is called being mindful of your self-talk. You know, the way you talk to yourself, it's like having a conversation with the universe. So if you say, I am a failure, I, I just always keep on making mistakes, I'm not good enough, I always attract toxic partners, I'm just not worthy of love and attention or affection, that's what is going to manifest in your reality. So the language which we use to talk to ourselves, especially when we are having a rough day, if we just say to ourselves that, okay, I'm having a rough day, but that does not mean I am a bad person. 
it's okay i'm procrastinating but that does not make me a bad human i still have so many other parts to me i am still a kind person and still a compassionate person uh, so in uh, in validating or in recognizing or having positive affirmations when we are looking and having an eye contact in the mirror then it is like okay you are you and no one can be like you in the at the same time it is also uh, you know sounding as if it is all right it is okay whatever has happened you are a good person maybe that event or whatever the response or whatever it was it it just happened you don't need to take it as a load for yourself absolutely and also when we switch our mindset it's a narrative right so when we switch our narrative from you have to do it so have to looks like a compulsion so when you switch from have to to get to when you say you get to wake up in the morning and do this activity for yourself you get to wake up in the morning and do a uh, be grateful for all that you have that means you are coming from a place of gratitude you are coming from a place of abundance you know you're already blessed that you get to do it versus have to have to feels like compulsion very true and with that note i would like to ask you have you experienced any uh, have to moments in the last year where it was very challenging for you absolutely i think uh, also before being a mental health professional i am a human so <laughs> absolutely i am not immune to problems and challenges in life we we even have our own difficult phases and phases in our life um yes i have experienced something which is very very personal and very very unexpected at the same time so i had just i had a i had a really upsetting and a very challenging experience when three people in, in my family passed away and this just happened like last year and of course it was a huge blow for me for my family and for me as well and at that moment i realized a lot of things for my own self and when i started cultivating self love for myself i realized that you know that is the only thing that is going to keep me sane and the only thing that that is going to keep me grounded and centered i'm sorry for your loss and it it must have been really painful and it's not easy to you know get through those moments it is very very difficult and so thanks to you thank you and so very much the one thing which i would like to suggest my viewers is especially when they go through such challenging times you know such difficult times just don't lose hope you know we might feel that this pain is endless this thing this the challenge is endless like the phase we are in the dark phase is endless but remember if you believe in your own self you have hope and if you just allow yourself to be accept whatever it is that's when it's going to help you survive and thrive in life oh uh, it's really nice that you have shared with the listeners very valuable thing especially when we are you know having news from all ends like so and so has lost 
somebody in the family or friends. So this technique of self-love, I'm sure if they practice and really follow, they will be able to cope up with, with the loss part. It's not easy and uh, prayers for everyone, those who are battling right now with this ailment and those who have lost also because they are emotionally also battling. I really yes. appreciate you sharing with us your personal experience and your coping skills. That is really great. Thanks for that. And before we wind up, do you have anything in mind that you would really like our listeners to take care of? Sure. I think I would just like to conclude by saying that you know, no one can take our vitamin for us or prevent us from going into a self-loathing cycle. Even if we land the best partner on this planet, the person won't be able to provide us that level of happiness and make us feel loved unless we create that space inside of us. So self-love is basically an inside job and all you viewers are, remember, y'all are amazing, y'all are worthy and y'all are powerful. And self-love is a practice. So even if you hate yourself today, you can always love yourself tomorrow. It's not going to leave your back. It is going to embrace you with open arms. That's about it from my end. Much love and much more power to all you viewers. Please take care in these tough times. And remember to equally take care of your mental and emotional well-being. Thanks a lot, Niyati. And that was really great. I'm sure after listening to you and your tips, they will not hate themselves. They will really realize that it's okay. And we all will together move on with the tough time that we all are facing globally. Thanks a yes. lot once again for your valuable time. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm really blessed and grateful to be a part of this. Thank you very much. With that, we end this episode. Hope to see you tomorrow with another guest with their perspective as to what they feel mental health is all about. Thanks a lot. Take care. Be safe. Bye.